0: me not to do I do share it baffled me being young growing up in the church and always sharing the word of God with people I still to this day 20 years in practice cannot refrain from sharing it's planting that seed it's the way we get to deliver for the Lord as he delivers so much to us. Inheritance, our salvation, the opportunity to enter the kingdom of God. Verse 13, for he has rescued, I slash that and put delivered, because he has delivered us from demonic darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves this is the sacrifice it also follows through with Matthew 6:13 in the relation we pray to be led from temptation deliver us from evil the word delivery is in the book the bible 296 times. Deliverance is 290. Does any of you know which book has the most spoke delivery or deliverance in it, in the books? Psalms. Psalms. God delivered many. Abraham, Noah, Lot, daniel david multiple times as we know especially if you're in that songs the one that stuck with me as a child when we would sing a song down in sunday school was shadrach meshach and Abednego, knowing that christ was in that fiery furnace Number 14, the verse 14, the commitment. The commitment that he allows to give to us. Again, his deliverance. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. This is all through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Can you hear me, Rob? So deliverance has been made available to us through the redeeming blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The price has already been paid. The criteria has already been met. The bondage from the enemy to set us free is in place. Jesus died so we may reconcile to the Father to walk in the prosperity, the wholeness, the liberty, and of that salvation. And this goes to Romans 8.32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us... All things he gives all he continues to deliver we have to ask I have a very close friend who COVID has impacted her tremendously on multiple levels financially has impacted her family who lives in Virginia and she is struggling mentally of not having anger so i sat with her for hours talking with her and letting her know that this is a way for the enemy to put a stronghold on her why are you allowing that bondage to come into you whereas covid is a trial of us to get to our knees to ask for that deliverance from these trials that are hitting our country, our world, all the people. And she just sat there and looked at me in utter disarray. Like, how can you look at them? How can we not? How can we not? The enemy pulls our soul in seduction of complacency. Do not conform to this world. And when I spoke that to her, it clicked. And her boss, she does landscaping. And she's the only female on this crew. So my hat goes off to her. She said I was blindly looking at this the way the enemy would want me to. Getting me complacent looking at everything that the world has to put in place for me. I gotta be financially stable. I have to have that position. I have to have that prominence. But we're blinded by that. He does provide for us. And I reminded her, and I I know I've spoke on this several times when I had my car accident, being a business owner and the only income in my home, The finances, because our lives evolve so much around finances. I let it go. My kids looked at me, they're like, Mom, I said, There's things to cut. This is a way for me to take a a step back and do a self evaluation. So I did a lot of self evaluating, and I reminded her of that. So she had started doing it, she's a single mom only income, and it gave her a whole different perspective. We don't want to satisfy the flesh by it just being based on what this world wants us to do. People do not realize that they have the oppression and we have that bondage to what goes on in our daily lives. You have to want to have that freedom. And sometimes it takes one of us as a brother or a sister in Christ to bring that definition to us, whether it's abrupt or whether it is delivered in kindness and sweetness. But it needs to be accepted by the individual of that freedom to have that desire to be made whole. You have to commit to the process. And it is a process. It's not like deliverance isn't, oh God, deliver me through that traffic light so I'm not late from work. Right, come on, now I know some of you have had to have said that. You're being late and you almost don't beat that light to get where you gotta go. It happens. That is not the deliverance that we need to come from where we're at. As this journey, there will be trials. Some trials are instantaneously answered by the Lord. We all know this. We have seen it or we have experienced it firsthand. Such as the children in Israel. When he delivered them, they praised him. They declared Lord. And then when they got out into the desert, what did they do? They complained. They groveled. They lost their faith. Oppression can be very debilitating, but there is just that one simple answer is reaching out to the Lord. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue. That accuses you, this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me? Declares the Lord, He speaks it multiple times in the Old and New Testament to us. The process of deliverance requires us to be willing to be that participant that takes the responsibility to step into releasing ourselves from that oppression, and that requires hard decisions. That requires sacrifices. It also requires enduring suffering in order to receive total healing and deliverance. I know a lot of you have probably heard, when you have a cold, you get medicine, and it gets worse. Yes? Are we awake, guys? We're all going to do jumping jacks here. (laughs) But I I had heard that multiple times as a kid. Well, it's going to get worse before it gets better. As God steps in with us through a trial, that deliverance, he is walking right there with us. This is something I have not shared with very many. I was doing therapy a lot when I had my car accident so I could get back to where i needed to be i experienced a time when i felt hands literally pick me up off of the table i was laying on because i was laying there in deep prayer for him to walk with me not to deliver me but to walk with me and at that time i couldn't walk I could not put any pressure on that right leg. Three days later, I went to that doctor and he took my walker away. And I looked at him like he was crazy. Because they said 14 to 16 weeks, no weight bearing. It had only been eight weeks. And I started walking. Now, I had to learn how to walk and being 50, you would never think you would have to learn how to walk all over again. That was challenging to learn how to walk again, but it was a process. A process that he was right there beside me, and he confirmed it that day when I felt his hands. And I got I got goosebumps, not because they on, them, but I have goosebumps right now. I call them God bumps in my office. Sometimes over deliverance. We have to understand it is simply a process. But there's deeper deliverances that we have on daily lives that we have to face. Those processes can be very challenging to move forward. Prayer. Be persistent in your prayer. Be persistent in your praise, even if it is a trial to get delivered through. Be that persistent. There is one thing my grandma Casey kept telling me, patience, perseverance, and persistence, which I really found I had to be delivered from as a child even to this day. I challenge with one of them, and that's being patient. I don't think very many of us have deep patience like we need to. Myself, I know I don't. So deliverance comes to people in multiple different ways. And I have written down seven of them that gives you the passage. They won't appear on the screen. I, what I will do is I will leave it lay on this lower podium if somebody wants to come and write down the passage of the deliverance. And then I follow it up with writing down where the promise is in the Bible. The first one from guilt and penalty of sin that comes from the book of luke 18 chapter 18 verses 9 through 14 the promise is in acts 13 38 through 39 And anybody says they don't have sin that needs to be repented to get deliverance, even that small white lie needs to be repented. You cannot have full deliverance if you don't repent every little tiny sin. Sin is sin. From the power of evil, there's multiple verses, but this one really stuck out. Romans chapter 7, 18 through 25. The promise is in Romans 6, verse 14. From sudden temptation, and I was asked what I meant by sudden. When you're out, I don't shop, I can't stand it. It's hard for me to even go to the grocery store. I don't look like it, but seriously. Somebody's shopping, you see these really cool shoes or an outfit. You really don't have the funds to do it, but if I just don't pay this bill that month. That's what I mean by sudden temptation. It's in Genesis chapter 39, verses 1 through 23. The promise is in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And this one, I feel, has touched a lot of people this year. From gripping fear. Psalms 34, verse 4. The promise is in Proverbs 1, 33. From depression and loneliness. And I am seeing a lot of this in the office right now. People being locked down and not able to communicate with others. First Kings nineteen verses one through fifteen and the promise is Isaiah forty one verse ten. And I think all of us need this one from difficult situations, whether it's the traffic light or making a life change. Daniel six fourteen through twenty three. The promise is in Psalms thirty four seven. Resentment and bitterness. Acts seven fifty four through sixty. The promise is in Psalms fifty fifteen. I know myself there are times that it is challenging to step away. From this everyday world. But all it has to be done is voiced and asked in prayer from the Lord. And there's been times when I'm on my knees and all I can say is okay. But I asked myself when I was doing this study and looking through all this, what is it that we truly deliver to the Lord he doesn't want anything else but our heart. He wants us. That's all. And I was talking to one of my younger patients and she she is learning a lot right now through the Bible and she said the the 10 commandments they don't seem that hard but why are they so hard for us as humans to follow? And I, I looked at her, and I said, that's where we have to ask for his strength. She goes, well, tell me about the armor of, of the Lord. And Brody had spoken that, and I had told her, the armor, is, in my view, should never be something that we ever take off, that we keep it on. That armor should never come off of us we have to remind ourselves, oh, I need that shield. Sure. Sure. That's where we drift. He knows this. He knows that plan. He knows where we need to be at. But don't take that armor off. Keep that mind going towards the Lord. Pursue him just like David did. Whether it is with the vocalizing of what you need help with, and I do, I, I will say it out loud. My daughter-in-law is my office manager, and I was in my room, and she walked in there and looked at me. She goes, what are you doing? And I just kept praying, and she just sat down because she realized what I was doing. Sometimes I vocalize it. He needs to hear our voice. That's why he gave us a voice. Ask for that deliverance. But deliver yourself wholly back to him. Give all of yourself back to him. The rewards that he gives back to you are by far more than you can even imagine. He has given that promise. Bow your heads with me, and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We are your children. We know. We know this. We know there is just that little bit of bondage, whether it be... A bitterness towards someone or it is a want, not truly a need that we have to have in our passage of our lives, Lord. But please step in and deliver us from these temptations. As it says in Matthew 6, please be that prominent into someone's life that needs that deliverance from any bondage whether it be big or small, we are not to place that measurement, Lord, because your love by far tops any measurement from east to west. Lord, we ask these things to come to those who are far and close. In Jesus' name, amen. So for our benediction... Okay, he says everybody needs to stand. For our benediction, it comes from 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. We as believers are delivered once for all time from eternal punishment. We are also delivered from the trials of this life. Sometimes that deliverance is good. God simply walking through the trials by our sides, comforting and encouraging us through them as He uses them to mature us in faith. Paul assures multiple believers as He traveled through all His trials and tribulations God is faithful, He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can handle or bear. When tempted, the Lord will also provide a way out so that you can stand on top of it. And that comes from 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Don't leave. He wants to do our hymnals. Amen. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Danielle. Uh, Yeah, at at this time, we thank Danielle for the word this morning. A, A new song of deliverance. May you receive the deliverance that the Lord has for you. We thank you all for joining us. You're welcome to help us have all the, the hymnals returned to the pew and then you're then uh, we thank you guys for coming this morning.